This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Another episode of Round the Boards of Speedway podcast, recording at the slightly earlier time this week, um, due to myself and my co-host Rob Ludlow. Came what? How we doing, guys? Yo, yo, I'm good. How we are? We are, all? We are otherwise busy for the rest of the week, so uh, we're recording on the Thursday night, which is uh, Premiership playoff second leg tonight. So something to keep us interested. We have some live reactions, which won't be very live at the time when you're hearing, yeah, but I mean, right now they are live. Like, by the time you listen to us on Monday and Tuesday, you will know the result anyway. But for our own entertainment, we'll keep updated with the scores. Anyway, this week's yes, show... We all want Sheffield to win. Congratulations, Bellevue. <laughs> Congratulations, Sheffield. Right, now I'll just cut the one that's wrong. And then I'll look amazing. Oh, yeah, We're actually yeah, doing it live. It's, it's live. That's all acting that was. We, we're See, recording on Monday. Scores in about five seconds anyway. Yeah. It's currently 8-4. Four. Four. Anyway, this this week's show, we look back on um, our poll for our final rider in the National Development League uh, team of the season. Delighted to say Kyle Bickley come out on top in that, so he joins the other six. And joining us on the show this evening, we've got Connor Coles and Jordan Jenkins, who are also named in the team. So we'll be having a chat with them and looking for their thoughts for next season as well. Uh, as well as going through our predictions, um, some more meetings of the week because we have to go through next week's meetings as well, because we all need to catch Rob up. There'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, be no uh, what versus Ludlow challenge this week. It is evenly poised at 14-14 at the moment, so we're going to have one big final decider towards the end of the season. So oh. I need to come up with a really big quiz um, with a lot of answers so we can go on forever. Well, that's that's bold, considering last time that's we had it. that. Yeah, we got it wrong. Oh, well, you do that, and then we'll get to about four answers. And then the arms will start coming out. The end. As long as I get a quiz with Joe Screen as an answer, then 
will be quid in. Got my but first anyway, answer side. First off this week, um, we'll go through our predictions in a minute because the first meeting of our predictions from last week has been completed and Paul were crowned Knockout Cup champions for the championship after a 52-38 home win over Redcar for a 21-point aggregate success. Um, Kane, probably Hello. not as big as well me and you imagined, but um, a good performance from Paul in the end and deserved champions. Absolutely. I actually didn't realise it was a knockout cup final. Um, don't know how I did that, but yeah. Um, deserving champions. Wouldn't be surprised if they did the double. Um, as for Redcar, um, obviously they were hampered without Charles Wright, who crashed the night before. But you know, a decent score from Carl Newman at reserve, who got six, and Eric Griss as well at number one, who got 11. You kept them a bit more respectable than we were expecting. But you know what I mean? When your lowest scorer, bar Nathan Ablett, is six for Poole, it's it's not a good start. And Danny King only had three rides, actually, which I've just noticed. You got a bro- broken finger, did you know? I didn't know that. Um, get well soon, Daniel King. Well, he's going he's gonna to ride on. Um, he's he's uh, going to lend Drew engine, uh, Drew engine, Drew Kemp another engine next week if he has to. Um, that's how big this is for these riders at Poole. I'm sure if, if the Jubilee actually happens, which I've heard reports that it may not happen, um, they will want to do the treble. Um, Rob, I'll come to you for your prediction because you're, you got the closest. You were only one point out in the end. But um, what, what was probably more surprising is we predicted it before Charles Wright actually got injured. So it just makes Redcar's performance that little bit better. Yeah, it does. Um yeah, with Charles Wright, I mean, with Charles Wright in the team, and, uh, and you, you guys were still sort of predicting nearly, I think twenty point twenty point loss for Redcar. So to only get beat by fourteen without Charles Wright is 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 a good effort. Um, they would have obviously, they, you know, getting beat away from home in the first leg, as I said at the time, probably probably put this one beyond all doubt anyway. Um, I think Redcar would have needed to have won that one by maybe double figures to give themselves a chance. So, um, you know, congratulations to Paul. They're obviously the, the better, much the better side over two legs. Um, would it have been in any closer with Charles Wright? You, you, maybe it might have been, but I think Paul's win in the first leg uh, sorted Ooh. this one out pretty pretty early, to be honest. Well, Kane sounds like he's got news from Sheffield. Sure. Who's the number three? Kyle Howarth? Adam, Adam Ellis, uh, Adam Ellis Adam has been Ellis. disqualified from meet three for what I would say is first Ben Bunching. Oosh, oh, not happy there. Terrible strikes again. <laughs> Terrible Turnbull. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to our predictions though. So um, obviously the first meeting of the week, Paul versus Red Car, we all get a point for that. So Rob stays 11 points clear in the end. Um, I do have to bring us actually our predictions from the championship one to six, um, where Rob absolutely reigned supreme again, to be honest. Um, after the final fixture of the season on Tuesday between Plymouth and Glasgow, um, I'll, I'll point out, I'll, I'll come to yours first, Kane. You actually predicted I... four of the playoff contenders in the end out of the six, but you only got one out of six for Leicester finishing top. Um, I predicted five of the six playoff, and but actually got zero. Well done, sir. None of them, none of them in the Pr- right order. Proud of you. Rob, <laughs> Rob also correctly guessed five of the six in the playoffs, but he got the three, the top three, all bang on. Leicester, Glasgow, and Paul. 
So, Rob, you picked up three points from that. Kane, one, and myself, zero again. It's a recurring team at the moment. I honestly, I will try. I'm trying to be modest, but it's difficult. I'm sorry, with a big grin on my face, but I was the number of times in the recent weeks I've been like a point away from getting a maximum from getting the big three for some of these predictions is quite annoying, actually. Yeah, I think actually your last three results, you've been a point away on pretty much all of them. I think he's match fixing. The red car meeting had it not been for an engine failure, you'd have got that bang on. Good. You're in good form, Rob. Good good form. Good form for the predictions. Storming it towards the end. So, Rob, he's on 47. Uh, I'm on 36. Kane's on 34. With four meetings left to go. Uh, obviously, the one this evening. Then we've got Leicester, Mildenhall, Mildenhall, Berwick, and Kingsland, Sheffield. But we will come to the following week's fixtures as as we um, must get our predictions in, as this is the last show for a week and a half. Um, I'll come to you first, Rob, because you were moaning last week that I came to you first for the National Development League. So I'll come to you first for the Premiership Knockout Cup final second leg between Sheffield and Kings Lynn. Um, Just can... in reference, you you, you put King uh, Sheffield to win 48-42 at Kings Lynn. Okay. Um... Well, that is that is that even been raced yet? It's not been raced yet. No, it? right. Okay. No, Sorry, uh, I was about. To, I was sitting here. I was like, "What was the score in the first?" Uh, but Rob, it's not been. That's raced. why we're recording tonight, Rob, because I'll be at Kings Lynn next week. Ah, right. Okay. Now I'm with you now, mate. Sorry. Um. So I think I think Sheffield will win, um, reasonably comfortably in this one. Um. I know they've. I've, I've got them down for a six point win away from home. So, I think they get double figures, maybe even quite. a reasonably high double figure. So I'm gonna go for the trusty fifty three thirty seven. Oh thanks again for that one. Kane, we'll come to you. Hi. Be a, be a little bit more uh, I'm just, to Kingsland. Um I'm I'm thinking about it. It's like a hate campaign. Um well do you want me to just pretend or just give me a real answer? No I'll give you real answer. Okay my real I'll answer I'm used to it now. Uh, I, I do think Kingsley will be a bit better than people are expecting, but also depending on what happens tonight with Sheffield um, and the result against Wolves, maybe not. Don't know. If they didn't hit sixty against Wolves, I probably might have gone for being a bit, little bit closer. But because of that, I'm going to say they'll win fifty forty. Right, over to me. Ever the optimist. I had us down to win 48-42 in the first leg. Um, Previous visits, last time, um, we lost 50-40 at Sheffield. We scored two at reserve. This time, we have Freddie Jacobson at reserve. Super Freddie Jacobson. He rode in the first meeting when we lost 48-42. Scored three, but it was his first meeting, I believe. Um, So... I'm going bold. Um, oh no! I, 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 I don't think we can win at Sheffield. He's going for I a draw. I, I'm going for forty-eight, forty-two, and a run-off. Ooh. A run-off for the knockout cup. Winning or losing? And in the run-off, I don't know. Is it oh, a two-man or a four-man? Is it a two or a four-man? Oh man, super heats, isn't it? No, maybe not. Yes, golden heats, isn't it? If it's, golden, if it's golden heats, the first one will be a free free. 
Okay. And then oh, we will get, then we'll get a four two in the second lot. There you go. Big news. Big news. I, know you're, I, I was expecting you to be vaguely blinkered, but I think that's this is this is optimism. Optimism, and then there's just insanity, and I think <laughs> that's possibly in the second category. I just need a little bit of hope. <laughs> I believe that we can do something. <laughs> Don't know. Past few seasons really doesn't sort of bode well for you, to be honest. We we started the season so well and finished so badly in the end. I think we're going to finish with a flourish. I've got news. Jakobsen, Jakobsen will be the difference. Got some news. Go on. Go on. Tom Brennan went round the outside of Kyle Howarth and it's a Bellevue 4-2 and 8-3. So it's 10-8. And Nick Bloodon is replacing Simon Lambert in 8-4. I did think that might happen. Yeah. Lambert will be in 8-8 and that'll be it for him. Poor si. Come on, Toby. <laughs> Kane, we'll come to you. Hi. The next fixture is Paul against Leicester, and that this is the first leg of the championship playoff final. Okay. Um I'm not expecting another sixty whatever it was more in that they got last time. It was sixty thirty last time. Yeah. Um you want to know the time before that? 47, 43 to well, Leicester, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually. It was. Yeah. I'm not going to be that bold. I'm not going to say Leicester will win. But I think it'll be a little bit closer. Um, maybe not 40s. Uh, 50. 50 to 139 to pull. I think. Actually, no. I don't. 54, 36. Oh, God. It's a bit of a change. Yeah, you thought I was going to say fifty-two thirty-eight. Yeah, I did actually, because that's what I'm going for. <laughs> I'll put that then. No, I've done it now. It's in my column. So um, I think I think it'll be somewhere in the middle of between how the meetings have gone, um, and based on how well Redcar actually done, I think Leicester can do just as well. And I'm going to go fifty-two thirty-eight. Robert Lambert is one heat for grass is green. That's it. Uh, well, thank you for changing your mind, Kane, on fifty-one thirty-nine because that's what I was thinking. Ah, oh, don't worry about was, it. Any time. I was a bit worried. So if, it, if it's a three-pointer, I will cry. Could be. Could very well be. I I might actually like not predict anymore. I'll let someone else do it for me. <laughs> Bring in a guest. <laughs> Bring in a guest. It's funny that I've just sent a link to uh, Connor Cole, so um, we'll carry on until Connor joins us on the show. Um, so where are we going next? It'll be me first next. And it's the second leg of the championship final between Leicester and Paul, obviously. Um, what did I go for? 52-38. And I think Leicester will beat him again. I don't think, actually, that Leicester are as strong at the moment as they were at the beginning of the season. I'm going to say 49-41 and Paul will be crowned championship winners. So that's, next week, we'll... that's that's quite annoying because I was looking at forty nine forty one as well. Oh, we're coming to you next, Rob. So, oh, thanks so much for that, mate. That's um, no so yeah, I think Leicester will win the second leg. I think each home team will win the win the win their respective home legs. So, um, 
It might be quite close. Yeah, I'm going to go 48 42, actually. I think it'd be reasonably close to second. I think Paul may do slightly better away from home than Leicester will. Back to you then, Kane. It is. Um, going to go for another Leicester win. It's going to be another 40 point Leicester win. Um, it'll be 40. 40. I don't want to say 47, but I don't want to say 50, so I'm going to have to be on someone's side. And I'm going to play the small game, I'm going to go 48-42, because as long as I beat Nathan, I'm not last. One way of putting it. And I'm closing in. Yeah, but I'd, I'd rather come last than second. Then just start picking 75-15. Be okay? Yeah, because one week I'll be right. No. <laughs> don't know how I doubt that. <laughs> right. I know because I'm cruel, the final picture. Um, Rob, you're going first. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, it's National League. league so we'll send Rob first. Oh, but this, this was the one where you got a three-pointer. I did, Lilden actually, Hall. yeah. Lilden Hall against Leicester in what will be the second leg of their knockout cup final. Um, so, I think... I mean, should we do an extra point to see how many riders are withdraw from the meeting? Or? Oh, that's a, that's a low blow, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm maybe not. Um, Just I, I do share this. I do share this with the Mildon Hall group, by the way. Oh right, okay. Well, I'm hopefully none I mean, of them listen. It's well, not very well speed, is it? it? But not that's going to make a difference now because I've been sharing it all season. So. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, I would imagine if they'd have actually if they listened to it, they'd probably kicked you out of that group, guys. But um, <laughs> I reckon, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go for a home win based on nothing but sheer gut feeling. Um, and I think Mildenor will win by the first number that like, jumps out at me is I think it'll be 50-40 to Mildenor. We'll go with that. That sounds like, I'm rough. sounds like I'm in the right ballpark. Yeah, it sounded like a sigh from Kane. Yeah. That means he was going to go for that as well. We'll come to you next then, Kane. Hi, it's me. I don't want to give you time to think about it. Um, I'm just trying to remember who is it reserved for Milton Hall now. Uh, that would be. It's not Luke Warren Muff. anymore, is it? It'll be Luke Muff and oh, a guest. The guest, the illustrious guest, could be Luke Harrison. Could be Ashton Bowen. Bowen. Buffon. Could be Tim Colley. I don't know. Bogan. Don't think it's Bogan. <laughs> um. Anyway, Milton Hall win. Um, forty. No, no, they won't. Yeah, they will win, but it'll actually be fifty-two thirty-eight. I think fifty-two thirty-eight. Maybe. Actually, no, no. I've changed my mind. Completely oh, changed my God. mind. Sorry, guys. God. Hmm. 46-44 to Milnall. Nearly went Leicester. Nearly went Leicester, but I'm scared. It's a very tight one, though. It, I too much it depends will... on the guest, I think. I will... Um, I think I'm going to go a little bit higher than that. Um, I think Mildenhall... Home advantage. They're good around Mildenhall now. Edwards, Kingston. Oof. Against the Thompsons. The Thompsons didn't do very well there at the start of the season, to be fair. 
I mean, I'm looking at this and Joe got 14 and Dan got <laughs> paid 13. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. I was thinking of that pole tech meeting they had at the start of the season. The Thompsons didn't do very well, did they? Uh, that was like 18 years ago. Well, it felt that long ago, I'll be honest with you. Um, right. Um, I'm gonna. I am gonna go for a slightly bigger win, bigger than you two. I'm gonna go. Oh, fifty-four thirty-six to Mildenhall. Oh, it's a big one. Yeah. Hefty, very, very hefty. Big scholar. this comment there, but I'll leave it. That that's my that's my rule. Okay, no yelling. Yeah. <laughs> so that completes our predictions for. Next week. Um, right, I was just putting that back there. Um, and so we've got another one, two, three, four, five, six, eight fixtures to go through. So plenty of points up for grabs. Yippee. Um, so I've um, I've sent messages to both Connor and Jordan. So now I am waiting for them to appear. They could be like me and watching the playoff final. They could be. We really picked the best evenings. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I've watched second, one second. premiership meeting that I wasn't recording for. It yeah, was Monday nights are good though. And I think it was at Wolves, so I didn't really enjoy it. Uh we were having a we were having a debate off air just before we started, weren't we? Uh, well we yeah, can't let's... remember what we were talking about. I've got another something else that I wanted to bring up that we were talking about earlier. Oh dear. Go on. Oh, I know what this just, is. Yeah, just in terms of um the fact Bellevue this evening are using rider replacement at number two for Charles Wright, so they've stopped their riding order, which is fair enough, well within the realms. Um, my problem with this is Matty Zagar is most probably going to be in Heat 8. Correct? Yeah, definitely correct. I'll let you know. Um, at, at, at the beginning of the season, um, Heat 8 was supposed to be a protected heat to protect the rising stars who are riding at seven. Now, it's not against the rules, I might point out, but how is it then a protected heat if someone like Matty Zagar is allowed to ride in heat eight against the rising stars? Is that fair? Uh, yeah, because they could have quite easily had, they could stick Matty Zagar at two every week, couldn't they? So what would you do then? Cry. Okay. No, that's a fair argument. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, like they could stick that, you know, obviously your number one goes at number one and your six and seven go at six and seven. Yeah. Everybody else can be in any order they like. So, yeah, they could stick Robert Lambert at number two every week and have Kirsten Lambert in Heat 1 and then Lambert in Heat 8 and he can just beat the Rising Star every week. So, well, in theory, they could, yeah, they could, they could do it like that. Sorry? They could put Lambert at number two, to be honest, if they want. That's to. what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, it's a reasonable argument. I just wanted to raise my point. Of... No, no, I raise it by all means. I just think that in theory, they can put anyone at number two, so it's not it's not necessarily it's only protected because you can't put a tax sub in there. Is, if, if that's right, am I right in yeah. thinking that? No, that, that's you true. Are. I don't even think can you. Well, you, I don't think you can change reserves. You can't take the rising star out of it either. Yeah. So yeah, so, it's I, yeah, it's the only thing I think with the rider replacement is I think the rider replacement should be uh, at the same number that the rider was at the last time they rode. That would made a bit of sense, but. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I agree with that as well. Right, so Wright would have to be at number. So rider replacement would have to be at number three tonight because that's where. Ruch, let's be fair. Charles Wright would have rode at number three tonight. So yeah. or number four, wherever it is, three. It'd be three because Zagar's at four. 
So I'm, I'm going to disagree with both of them. All right. Yeah. Go on then. I didn't have an argument. I'm just going to disagree with you. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I well, thought you had um, some sort of constructed, constructed I, I think if you start adding more stuff like this, then what's the point of having team managers? Because you get to a point where then there is nothing that they can do. I don't mind. Oh, yeah, no. I don't mind protecting it for the rising stars, but if you if you restrict where rider placement can be, because realistically you're always going to put it at number two, unless it's your number one. Um, but yeah, it's it's an. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't think it's a. It would be a good idea. Yeah, I mean the other the other way of looking at it is why is the top division got a protected heat? Does that make? Do you know what I'm yeah, sort of getting? Yeah, I, I would. Uh, like, why is I, there I don't riders think... who are racing in the top division that need protecting? I don't think Rising like... Stars should be in the Premiership. No, that might, might not be happy with some people. Oh, Adam Ellis is not happy at all. He's putting up a certain finger to the referee. Oh, he, he fell off. I don't oh. think I don't. I'm going to just watch the replay, but keep going. I'll let you know what happened. Um. Yeah, I kind of don't. I don't understand what you wouldn't have a why is a rising star and a protected rider in the top division? Doesn't make any sense to me. You'd have him if you have a rising star, you have like the championship in the second tier, but in the top league, you just have the best riders in theory. But that's weird. Also, what, why do we have golden heats in the Premiership and not in any other league? Funny. Uh, Funny. I haven't seen one yet this year. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, it's super heat, isn't it? It's a super heat rather than yeah, it's not golden heat. It's, it's just yeah. super heat. But, yeah, I don't. I, I don't really get that either. Just have one rule for all the bloody leagues. Excuse my French. It's not really um. Bad, but... I, I have um, an update on the, the incident with Adam Ellis. Go yeah. on. He went round the outside of Bridgecourt into Bentory, went a bit too wide, uh, overturned it because the bike didn't hook up. I think, and they hit the fence and was excluded. I don't know if there was contact because the angle was a bit meh, but he wasn't. He was behind making the overtake, so maybe it was the correct decision. But that means Adam Ellis is two races, two exclusions, and it's sixteen fourteen to Sheffield. He's not had a great start. He is no. He, he is the Jack Holder of the first leg. <laughs> I've seen Adam Ellis have a poor playoff final meeting before in the past. Can't say I have. 2018. He was actually all right against us. Yeah. The lost though, so it was okay. And he's riding his partner's the same one that we had riding for us in 2018 as well, and he had a poor night that night as well. I, uh, I mean, my personal experience is that in the two playoff finals he's raced in for Swindon, he's been quite good. <laughs> in the the playoffs against Workington, he was pretty fast, but Lakeside, oh, silver. Oh, oh. I am really pleased for you both. Thank you. He wasn't on my team, so it was all right. <laughs> uh, was, what was, uh, the, other, what was the other thing we were discussing? Uh, I think we were discussing our one to set. We were talking about uh, what was it? I think it was we were talking about riders being in the in our one to sevens, but obviously that's sort of coming later once we get. I the, wasn't yes. here. I was. Um, I don't. Oh, okay. know, I don't know what I was doing. I, I joined, and then we started talking about the fact you only had like three riders. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking. Uh, I, I think I was talking about how sort of how I found it quite difficult to pick a Premiership one to seven because just I don't really like I don't know just nobody really feels like they've been any good. Oh, apart yeah. from like three riders. You've heard it here first. The Premiership team decision is now cancelled because none of them were very good. Because Rob said they were all rubbish. No, they were all awful. <laughs> no one. You are no lost. Unless it's Jason Doyle, 
then nobody deserves to be in there. Well, maybe one other one, actually. I but think we'll what we'll do away. then is, if we're waiting for Jordan and Connor to join us, they, they are probably watching. I've sent them messages. They've not read them yet. They're probably busy. I'd sent them times earlier as well. Dear, dear, dear. Robert Lambert is sure being beaten for the first time. This, I mean, this season. He's beaten yeah. Jack Alders. Jack Alders has smoked been him. beaten or is being beaten? He's he's beaten. Oh, is that a four-two or is it still a three? Yeah, three-three, and he's it's not even close. Jack Alder has just smoked him. I but then they're like half a lap behind the reserves. It would have been Holder around Sheffield, so yeah. Right. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Let's go to our Premiership one to sevens then. Should we? Yeah. Go. Have you got seven yet? Not, uh, no, I don't actually. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, I've got six. Hang on. Bear he's with got me. three. I'll, I'll find someone to put in there. You know, I'll just find someone. It's all right. We'll come. We'll come to Kane first. Then give you a bit more time to think. It might give you some ideas. Right. I'll be the boring one. I'll say Jason Doyle. Oh, I was going to leave that for Rob. Just pretty well, good. Can you just he? leave that for me. You know, well, being being a Swindon legend that he is. Why? Why have you done? Why have you done that? Because I'll, you didn't I'll, have seven. I'll oh. jump in because I've got Jason Doyle as well. Jordan yeah, we Jenkins has Jason arrived, Doyle. so we're pausing it. Jordan is here. Oh, I need to figure out how to turn this. Okay, here we go. That's better. <laughs> Sorted. It's fine. <laughs> we will. We will put our Premiership one to seven on pause because. Uh, we are joined by Jordan Jenkins. How are we doing tonight, Jordan? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, brilliant, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Um, as we were just talking about, we're obviously going through our teams of the season through throughout the leagues. Um, you you come up in, I think you come up in the Championship one to seven, but you were named in our National Development League one to seven. So well done. Thank you. I mean, it must year. be a proud moment for you when a podcast like this. Where people of such esteem put you in our one to seven. <laughs> no, it's good uh, to get the respect of uh, anyone, you know. Um, yeah, it's been tough at times, so to get the support from people is, uh, yeah, it's good. So, so obviously, we, I mean, we're we're new for this season. We've we've all got a keen interest in Speedway. We we support teams from all over the country. Basically, I don't think we could be further apart from each other, but. We've obviously kept an eye on everything that's been going on through the leagues, and you go into Oxford as their number one in the National Development League this year. How have you found being at Oxford and, and a new track for you, I guess? Yeah, it's been a real good year, you know. Um, obviously, I felt like a move away from Mildenhall was going to do me good. Um, and I, <laughs> as bad as it sounds, I actually sorted out the uh, Oxford deal while I was at my Mildenhall end of season presentation last year. So, um, yeah, I was pretty excited about the move. Um, and, yeah, obviously with them coming back after being out for, what was it, over 10 years is uh, pretty cool. Um, to be going in as number one and captain as well was uh, even better. So, yeah, it's um, it's been a real good year. New track for me and, yeah, another one to tick off the sheet. Um, so, was there, was there any particular reason that you wanted to move away from Mildenhall? Was it, uh, I mean, with most, some riders that I've spoke to in the past, it's always been a case of finding that they go a little bit stale at the same club all the time. Is it you wanted to move on a, a new experience, a new home track? Yes and no. Like I've obviously winning the league with them um, last year was a great achievement. Um, and if you asked me as soon as I lifted that trophy, would I go back? It would have been a hundred percent yes. Um, 
I think it was a mixture of not being in their plans and uh, yeah, obviously having a new opportunity with Oxford. So, as you say, going stale with the same club. Uh, I think I'd done that would be my third or fourth full season with Mildenhall. Um, and obviously I had one year with Kent, uh, which wasn't my best year. But yeah, I think a move away is always a good thing. Um, you can regroup and, and refocus for what you want to do and not just get too comfortable at the same track, you know. And obviously you've had um, a great season, uh, Oxford, as we've said. And just looking at some of the stats um, we go through, um, I just want to bring some up here. And this is some of the reasons that you were named in our team as well. Um, I mean, 50, what was it, 50 out of 57 heats this season, you've finished in the top two. Um, and you've not even had, other than exclusions and retirement, you've not had a, a fourth place in the league. Uh, a model of consistency, Jordan. Yeah, that's it. And I think that's something that I've struggled with in the in the upper leagues this year. Um, and I think, yeah, obviously having the National Development League has been good for me, you know, even though you've only got two or three top guys in each team uh, to compete against, um, you've still got to beat them, you know. And, and in most of your rounds, you've got someone who's capable of beating you. So to be able to keep up that level of consistency does bring with it some confidence um, that I can then take into the championship and premiership. Um, but, you know, my goal at the beginning of the season is to be one of, if not the best rider in the league. Um, and I feel like I was up there. I think I was second or third in the averages at the end of last year. Um, so, yeah, going into this year, I knew I wanted to improve and not go backwards. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, I feel like I've had a really good season. Uh, started off pretty well. Had a bit of a rough patch in all three leagues and in Poland, uh, middle of the season, and uh, sort of regrouped, tried some new engines, and uh, yeah, I think it sort of kicked back on into life for <clears throat> the last third uh, to quarter of the season. So I can't be can't be happy with how it's gone. Yeah, and uh, I look at I'm I'm now going to embarrass myself and uh, someone uh, well the other two on the show as well. But in our predictions at the beginning of the season. I had Oxford bottom. Um, Rob had Oxford seventh out of the eight, uh, and Kane had them fifth. So, at that point of the season, I don't think we uh, probably ranked your chances that high. But this, uh, as you come towards the end of the season, um, there's riders like yourself. Um, unfortunately, Nathan got injured. Sam Hagen, Jody Scott as well has been a revelation this season. Um, you built a really strong side towards the end of the season, and I think. Had it not been for an injury to Luke Killeen, you could well have been up there in the playoff final. Yeah, for sure. I think having Leicester didn't suit us really. Like They were obviously the strongest team in the league, bar us, I'm going to say. <laughs> um, yeah. And if we had done Leicester over in the semis, I don't think we would have had to fear Berwick or, or Mildenhall. Um which is a shame we, we did get pipped. Uh, we just didn't do enough at home uh, to then give ourselves any comfort at, at Leicester. But, yeah, as you say, a really strong team. Um, other than me and Nathan, everyone was really young, um, really keen to, to learn. Um, and, you know, sometimes I put that ahead of my own racing this year, uh, especially with Oxford. You know, we've got Jacob and Aaron Butcher, um, who, yeah, sometimes they lack a little bit of the confidence. Um, but when they are out in front, they're, they're really fast riders. So if I can help them in the pits before they go out or 
I'm rushing to get myself out for a ride. I'd rather spend 30 seconds extra with them and, and try and help them. And, you know, if I went and got a second and they got a win, I'd be more than happy with that because, you know, it would have been better than their last place. So, yeah, the whole mm. team, solid one for seven. Um, but, yeah, gutted we just missed out. But, uh, yeah, gave it a real good shot. Yeah, and, and on an individual front, I mean, some of what you've just said there is very commendable. And on an individual front, you've obviously finished the season winning the, the National Development League Riders Championship. A great honour for you, it must have been. For sure, especially at a track that is far from ideal, I guess. Um, I think in my last two championship visits, I think I've got four or five points combined, um, which, yeah, from reserve is, is not ideal. Um, as you say, yeah, Obviously, winning the, the title is uh, yeah, a great success for me, I guess. Um, and, yeah, really solidifies the fact that I want to be the best rider in the league. Um, so, doing that has uh, kind of ticked that one off the list for, for this year. Um, and, you know, it wasn't an easy day. Uh, obviously, each team has got two or three good riders and every single one of them were together on the track at the same time, you know. I didn't have one easy ride that day. Um so, yeah, it was good. And it shows how strong the field was, you know. Going into my last race, if, if I got anything but a win, I would have been in a three-rider race off, you know. So it was uh, quite a bit of pressure just to go and win the last round. Yeah, definitely. I, I remember seeing when we were predicting who was going to be the winner of the meeting. Um, it was very difficult. I, I'm actually going to go back and check. Um, I'm really scared to go back and check now. <laughs> Um, uh, me, me and Rob definitely didn't predict you. I know that. <laughs> I, I remember we both went for Max Clegg. Like, uh, no, unfor- I, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, none of us did. We got there's two Max Cleggs and a Dan Thompson in the uh, three. But we are disgusting people. No, I don't <laughs> mind being an underdog. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's. A, I mean, that was the caliber of the field um, to come through with a victory with such high class names in the field an excellent performance and, and richly deserved for, for somebody who's had such a great season, averaging nearly 10.5 at home, including bonus points, and then nine and a half away as well. As we said, there was only you only you even only had two two third places away from home. So there's some great performances in there. Um if we can just talk about Red Car as well, um and we can even talk about your your season in the premiership as well. Um you've had You've delved into all the leagues now, and you've had a really good season with Redcar as well, moving into the main body of the team. Yeah, um, I started off quite well with Redcar. You know, I think I got nine points and eleven points or something in my first two meetings, um, and I was quite happy with how I started off. Felt like I'd improved loads even from last year, um, and then you know I started to get into the swing of things and racing in uh, in Poland as well. Um, it was something I hadn't done before. Um, so, yeah, I was just adjusting my mind and body and logistics and everything else around it, you know. So, racing, well, training in Poland on a Monday, racing on a Tuesday, flying back on a Wednesday, Oxford Wednesday night, washing the bikes Thursday, red, red car on a Friday. I was uh, pretty exhausted um, every day of the week uh, and doing all the driving as well myself. Um, wasn't helping, so... Took me a while to adjust. I had a bit of a, a dip in the mid mid season, um, and then when Poland kind of slowed down a bit, um, I brought one of my Polish engines back, uh, and as I say, started using that. And the first meeting I bolted it in for, I think I felt like 
13 points against Leicester um, and then went to Berwick, got 17 guessing for them and then a week later was back at Redcar, got 17 against Glasgow, you know, so it's, uh, you know, if I if someone had said to me, would I have only dropped one point against Glasgow this year, I would have snapped the hand off at the beginning of the season, so yeah, happy if I was gone and as you say, moved into the main body of the team. Um, I think I went from something like three point seven average to a four point nine. Now I'm on a five four five, so just keeps jumping up. I'm not sure how well I feel in these team places next year, but I just want to improve all the time. So I'm not one of them that'll drop my average to to try and squeeze in somewhere. Yeah, I was just looking at your averages: a home average of six point two, um, and a away average uh, of just over the four mark, four point one three. So Gives you an overall average of, of 5.28, but your green sheet average for next season, I believe, is slightly higher than that. Um, yeah. I think it's about 6.18. So, as you say, Speedway being a numbers game next year, it's it's one of those averages where everyone's scrambling around for, for them type of riders. So, that, that was going to be my next question, um, but we'll move on to it now. I did say to some Oxford fans that I would ask this question. Have you got anything in place for next season? We, we um, would love an exclusive, or or is it just a case of you just looking or still waiting to hear at the moment? We've got a few things in the pipeline. Um, it's uh, a bit of a tough time and stressful time, you know, deciding uh, what's going to happen next year. Um, one of them riders that will rather get everything sorted sooner rather than later, so I know what I'm doing, I can plan. Um, I know one thing for certain, I'm back in Poland for another two years, so I can tell you that. Um, and I'm sorted in the Premiership, uh, so it's just a chance. I've got to um, sort out now. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the tough one. There's uh, a lot of decisions to be made. Um, a lot of deciding factors have got to yeah, be thought about. And you know, as I said, I want to decide sooner rather than later. So, I don't. Hopefully, we'll have some news soon. But for now, yeah, there's nothing. Okay, we won't. I won't push too much then. Sorted in the Premiership. <laughs> Where can you be going? Oh, I don't know. Well, there's only about seven teams, isn't there? Yeah. You're still based in Norfolk, aren't you, Jordan? Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. You, you're talking two hours to get to anywhere, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Nate, oh, I don't I, think he's going to Kingsland, mate. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's Norfolk, he's in the same county, he might as well. Oh, well, it's only 40 minutes down the road, it's Kingsland. There you go, local travel for you, every home meeting. Be brilliant. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um, just the other thing oh, I was going to touch on you, with you, Jordan, is um, we talked about uh, the Premiership as well this season. Um, you've rode quite... Um, regularly for Peterborough. Um, obviously, Peterborough haven't had the best of season, but you've you've gained some good experience in the Premiership. Yeah, um, I said at the start of the year that if I did get an opportunity in the Premiership, I'd probably turn it down. Um, it's how I felt at the start of the year. I wasn't ready in myself. Um, I already had a lot of commitments, so I didn't want to spread myself too thin, you know. Uh, but at the time when when Peterborough called, I was riding well everywhere. Um, so I thought, you know, why not give it a go? Um, and and sort of the deal was I would do the the smaller technical tracks, and and Jordan Palin would do the bigger, faster tracks um, like Peter Bellevue, 
Sheffield, Ardu, Ipswich, Wolves, uh, Lynn, um, and so on. But kind of didn't really work out that way. I ended up doing, well, I think I only missed one match uh, since when I joined. Uh, so I ended up doing yeah the whole of the season pretty much, um, which it was good. A uh, bit of a shame that I was joining a, a team that was losing. Um, it's never easy. And, you know, I, I was a rising star, uh, unattached at the time. Um, I don't think I was going to go in there and turn their season around, if you know what I mean. So yeah. it was just a case of me going in there, learning as much as I can, try and find my feet and keep plugging away myself. So I feel like I struggled early on, a um, bit of an eye-opener, you know, like I hadn't ridden at Peterborough in four years and that time was just a practice day. So, um, yeah, uh, they're definitely faster by yeah another level so if you're yeah. six feet away six feet behind and going into the first corner you know you're probably half a lap behind coming across the finish line which isn't ideal um but i sort of got dialed in uh and then yeah i think i got my last few meetings i got well two lots of paid seven and a paid four um and one of them was on on the tv you know my first first win was on tv so that's good um so yeah, just proving to myself that I, I was ready for it and that I found my feet and I found something that worked and and just building confidence really. Yeah, and it, 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 you look at the stats and you, and you you finished in overall more point scoring positions than fourth. So there's a positive to take from it and the experience that you've learned from it as well. Yeah, that's it. Um, as I said, Speedway is a massive confidence game. So if you're not finishing at the back all the time, you're not you're not. Um, yeah getting down so try and you know just score points in every ride and uh as long as i feel like i'm going in the right direction and not sitting still or going backwards then you know it's uh an achievement for me so yeah it's been um a successful season i guess in in all three leagues um and then yeah putting my foot into poland uh seeing what it's all about and just yeah learn it's been yeah a season full of learning curves really even though You'd probably say I'm quite an experienced guy in the National League and I'm starting to establish establish myself in the Championship. Um, you know, I'd never stop learning and uh, I'll probably learn more this year than I have in, in every, any other year put together. Yeah, and that's all you can do. And obviously us three on the show now, um, you'll always be friend of the show. Everyone that comes on the show is referred to as friend of the show. So there'll probably be more riders that are friends of the show soon. But yeah. Um, it's it's been great to have you on. I, I want to hand you over to Rob now because I know he's got some. He'll have some quick fire questions for you before you leave us. But um, from my perspective, thank you for coming on the show um, and well done for for a brilliant season. Um, and hopefully that can continue into next season. No, thank you, thank you for having me. Over to you, Rob. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's just a quick fire ten questions. We ask every guest that comes on to ask uh, uh, to answer roughly the same ten questions. They've sort of changed a little bit over the course of the season. Um, nothing too difficult or anything to trip you up. So uh, we'll crack on. So question number one: What is your favourite track? Oh, I'm going to say Lublin in Poland. Nice. That's the first. I think that's the first time we've had a Polish track actually. Yeah, yeah well, I didn't, I didn't want to be seen by a 20 club I've got at the minute, so <laughs> go with an away track. Oh, fair enough. Um, number two, favourite rider that you raced with? Um, mm, oh, that is a difficult one. Uh, 
favorite right well i guess probably just to look up to someone jason doyle um you know being at the tapes next to him uh at, at my level is a pretty cool experience i guess yeah nice um number three your three favorite things about speedway uh the lifestyle um the buzz you get when you win um and just the rewards i guess yeah uh number four uh where was your first professional race and where did you finish in that race uh it was at Mildenhall. um i just turned 15 about three days before uh and i think i got paid nine against kent nice nice a lot of the time um we've had a few of them before that they said their their first heat it's usually either they've won it or they fell off it's one of the two so yeah i think um, i actually got second and then yeah ended up having a pretty solid night to be fair oh good one nice um Number five, your favourite speedway rider ever, past or present? Greg Hancock. Um, just yeah, how he how he rode a bike and you know the level he was at even when he retired was uh, yeah. If I can be one one step behind him, I'll be uh, a happy guy when I retire at nearly fifty years old. Yeah, I'll still be winning world titles in his forties. I think he's he yeah. won a world title in his forties. Is 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 pretty That's insane to be fair. Um, number six, your best moment in Speedway so far? Um, I think probably last year winning the under 21 semi final. Um, you know, at Milton Hall in front of home crowd, winning with 15 point maximum. Um, it was a pretty good feeling, you know. Uh, probably went in as favourite, but uh, yeah, you still have to do the business on the day, I guess. Yeah, still got to do it. Even yeah, probably the label of favourite is, is is extra pressure, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's just you know it wasn't a massive meeting, but um, yeah, just to to win something like that and shame I couldn't do it in the final because I had a broken wrist. But uh, and then number seven, your least favourite thing about Speedway? Uh, when it rains, it pours. Um, you know, you can yeah, it's it's hard to get yourself out of a rut when when you're racing every day of the week you know um you can have a week where you start off with a bad meet and then you know you think you're gonna get rid of it the next day and it happens again and again and again and by the end of the week you just yeah you don't want to wash the bikes you just want to get in bed and and sleep and yeah. hope it sorts itself out so yeah i guess when it's when it's bad it's bad yeah uh number eight uh what sport would you do if it wasn't speedway um I'd probably have a crack at the super bikes. Um, it, you know, I don't really watch it enough, but uh, it was something that my granddad and my uncles were into, and my uncle rode at a good level as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'd probably give that a crack. Yeah. Uh, number nine, um, which uh, foreign club would you like to race for if you got the chance? Uh, well, I'm just going to say Chesterhover. Um, obviously, I'm there at the minute. Um, so I've got another two-year deal with them, um, and yeah, to be going to to be riding for a club of that level, uh, I think they got third in the extra league this year. Um, yeah, I can learn, learn off the best riders in the world. Uh, so yeah, happy with that. Perfect. And then uh, the all-important final question. Um, so for any reason, I need you to pick one of these three teams. Uh, so Workington Comets, Swindon Robins, or Kingsland Stars. Uh, I'm going to say Kings Lynn because yes! I think it's the first place. <laughs> oh, someone's happy about that. Um, it's first place I actually watched uh, Speedway, you know? Um, yeah. As like an actual match. Uh, 
it seems strange. I rode motocross and grass track for a good few years. I think five or six years, five years before I actually decided yeah. to have a go at speedway. Um, and I was doing the the Wayne Carter days up at Scunthorpe, and I'd still never actually seen a speedway match. So I was learning how to ride a bike, and I didn't never even watched anyone race one. So <laughs> <laughs> ended up going to watch Kings Lynn. Um, I think that was when Zalona Gora come over for the challenge match. Um, okay, I remember that. Way back, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Kings Lynn. Well, okay. uh, Jordan's just whacked himself into the Rainer Boards podcast Hall of Fame. Um, instantly become my favourite rider and can come on the show whenever he wants and probably just admitted he signed for Kingsland next season. So, all good. <laughs> well, I'm just I think you might be able to tell you the that. resident Kingsland fan is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. But, but it's, been, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Jordan. Um, it's been a great season for you. Uh, obviously, you've, you're named in our National Development League team of the season. So, congratulations to you uh, and just a big thank you from us for coming on. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers, mate. Hopefully see you in the future. Thanks very much, Jordan. Yeah, cool. See you later. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Well, absolute pleasure having him on the show. He can come again. <laughs> I've never heard someone exclaim so much over a simple... Simple, quick fire, tenth question. There, that was. It, it, it doesn't happen very often. I was going to say, when was the last time you had someone? Well, I'm not like... looking back. Well, it was Jason Edwards, which probably doesn't count because he rode for Kingsland anyway. Then before that, it was Ollie Allen who rode for Kingsland, <laughs> and then we have to go right back to episode 15 with Ben Duffield. So, unbelievable. All good. Connor, Connor Coles has been in contact. He'll be coming on soon. I've told him. When he's ready, it's all getting very ropey at Sheffield now. I know it got it was a five-one to. Oh, it's tight, isn't it? It's tight. It, it's it's no, getting tighter. I, there's no Zagar and he eighty, bro. I noticed it's it's seventy-four, seventy-six on aggregate. Oh, is that after ten heat? After ten heat? Yeah, Lewis Kerr is just one heat ten. What ahead of Zagar? Ahead of Brennan. Zagar at the back. So, yeah, Jack Alder was third. I, I imagine that Zagar is now coming in heat eleven with Kurtz against Muzlak and Sedgman. Yes. Come and on, if Toby. not, then oh dear. Come on, Toby. Come on. <laughs> I don't mind you winning another. I don't mind you winning another title in a Sheffield race here. That's fine. That's the next best thing at the moment. <laughs> Please don't let both of you win. The good thing is, uh, Toby's auctioning off his uh, race suit this season, I believe. Um, did see that, did see that, yeah. Speedway Benevol- Benevolent Riders Fund, so well done to Toby for that. A, a great gesture. Um, and I believe the last bid was at, it was £500 last time I checked. Oh, that's a lot of money. I was I was thinking, I, you had me thinking about it then. <laughs> well, we you had me thinking what, about it. We can see what the Round the Boards podcast fund is up to and see if we can... I can tell you it's... it's just about under five hundred with the mighty zero pounds. Oh, okay. Oh. Can we run another like? Can we just would 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 listeners like to do another speedway card and all the funds go, all the proceeds go towards me buying Tomorrow's Music Lacks race suit. One square is five hundred pounds. A GoFundMe page. That would be lovely. Make Rob's dream come true. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, while we're waiting for Connor again. Um, 
we'll go back to our Premiership team of the season then, and we were talking about Jason Doyle. And we've all got um, him. Kane, Kane, I think you were you were talking about him. I I did. I picked Jason Doyle because it's Jason Doyle in a Championship Standard League. I mean, he's he's just he's just been scintillating, if I'm honest, and that's difficult for me to say, but from an Ipswich rider. Do you want me to put it put it in my words? Fast, really yeah, fast. He, I, I, I would I would like to point out, you guys at the start of the season were doubtful that you thought he'd met, he'd be as good as he as he has been. I think you guys were starting to think. Well, I think Doyle's 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 done. Well, uh, uh, I said or always said. He gets Ipswich, without him, Ipswich don't make the playoffs. He gets Ipswich in the playoffs on his own. Just by having him in the team, they get in the playoffs. I I think I could be wrong, and it's what probably worth checking that he's been ridden Kingsland six times, and I think he's maxed out four times. Uh, I, I'd like to check that. What a and then the, the, the first time he was beaten by Josh Pickering about three times, but we live in his world. But anyway. I think Connor is with us now. Connor, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. How are we doing this evening, Connor? Not too bad, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Thank you for Thank coming you. on the show. That's not a problem. Um, we've, we've invited you on the show, obviously. Um, we selected our National Development League team of the season last week. And we're delighted to say that you made it into our 1-7. to seven, And all three voted for you to be in the side. Uh, that is... The, the type of season that you've had, Connor, and you must be delighted with the season you've had down at Leicester. Yeah, I am. Um, I've guested there a few times over the years and I've always done pretty well there. And as soon as Dave phoned me and offered me the chance to ride for him, I jumped at the chance because I knew it was going to be a, make a big difference to my racing. And we, I mean, we've, we've studied your, your stats and, and one thing that uh, I, I suppose surprised us a little bit, um, especially at home, when you're riding in a team with uh, Leicester, with Dan Thompson, with Joe Thompson, you've actually averaged higher than both of those at home. So a 10.71 average, it doesn't matter where you are, is an incredible average to, to maintain. Yeah, um, I've, I'm happy with that. Well, obviously, I'm over the moon with that. Um I know it's it's obviously tougher being at one and five for the twins, so it's harder to keep theirs that high. So uh, overall, over the year, they've they've had a better season, but that's to be expected, I think. But um, I'm uh, well overjoyed with my performance all year. I've had a couple of tough meetings where I've not scored so good, but the majority of them I've had eight, eight or above. And, and testament to your mechanic as well. You at home, you've not had any retirements. And in fact, I think you've only had two away for two all season as well. So your bikes must have been in excellent condition. Yeah, um, I try and keep on top of them as much as I can. Um, last year, I sent my engine to Sean Wilson, and he got it going a lot quicker than I had it going. Um, and then I've just been looking after my engine myself, servicing them every 40 races. Um, and it's, I think I've had a chain snap. And that, uh, no, I've had two chains snap. One primary, 
one primary and one rear. I think that's about all the mechanical failures I've had. And in terms of the team itself up at Leicester, you've had, again, an incredible season. You find yourself in two finals. Um, so you, you've got a hectic end to the end of the season here. So you must be looking forward to, to both a knockout cup final against Mildenhall and another potential playoff final against Mildenhall as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, a few weeks ago, I guested for Mildenhall and over 11 races, I got 10 wins and one second. So if I can do the same for Leicester when we go there, I can't see why we can't win the boat there. Both the knockout and the league. Yeah, I mean that would cap off an incredible season for yourself as well, and and the team. Um, and if we look at, you've made a move into the championship this season as well. You've uh, you, you went to Scunthorpe for a little bit. Um, I think you completed five meetings for Scunthorpe. Um, you've had a few meetings for Plymouth as well. How how have you found the experiences in the championship? I've enjoyed. Being racing at that level, um, it's it's been tricky. It's, they're obviously a lot quicker, better, quicker at gating as well, and they've got more expensive, yeah, more expensive equipment than I have. Um, it's just hard to try and keep on top of what they the money they're putting into their bikes. I'm currently not able to do the same. Yeah. So, and, sorry, go on, Connor. Oh, I was just going to say, so some of that, I guess, is letting me down as well as the ability side of it. And I'm sure that these are all things that you've been working on um, and it will come over time. Um, the ability, you can see that the ability is there. You've proven it at National Development League level. So without looking too much into next season, uh, you've got a hectic schedule still coming up for the end of the season, but... Have you had any thoughts on next season or any approaches or anything, um, any signing news for us? Uh, I've had a three three team managers mention on me and a couple of their plans for next year. Um, whether or not that falls through. Uh, uh, well, I'd like to go back to Leicester National League um, just because... I'm not good enough to just step up and not do National League, so I need a club National League. Um, and Leicester's probably the best track, I've, well, the most I score. Uh, everywhere else I can go pretty well at, but I don't think it's they're ever as good as I am at Leicester. Yeah, and um, obviously... What are your, you you must have some aims in the sport as well for the future. What's what's your what are your short term and long term goals for for next season and moving through the years? Uh, for next season, it's to try well with what my average is at, and depending on the points limit, I would imagine I'd probably come in at one one or five, um, and I'd like to try and keep that position all year if I'm at one. And try and finish on between a nine and a ten point average. Um, and start scoring between five and six in the championship if I get a place. Yeah, so I mean, fingers crossed for you, Connor, that you do get a place. I think we're we're sort of presuming that that Joe and Dan may not be at Leicester in the National Development League next year. So it, it might be a step for you to be a number one in the league next year. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we'll just take it as it comes and see. I'll try and do a bit of practice over the winter and get my bikes ready and wait for a phone call. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that phone call will come. But um, as we mentioned, um, thank you for joining us on the show. We're delighted that you could come on and more than happy to all three of us to have put you in our National Development League team of the season. You've had an absolutely brilliant season as the stats show. And before you leave us this evening, I just want to hand over to Rob. As we do with all our guests, um, we do a quick fire 10 questions. So, Rob, I'll hand over to you. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, as Nathan said, uh, everyone, unfortunately, uh, every guest has got to go through with these. So um, we'll crack on with you. So, uh, number one, what is your favourite track? Uh, Leicester. Oh, OK. Uh, number two, your favourite rider that you raced with? Uh, Adam Roynan. Nice one. Um, number three, your three favourite things about Speedway? Uh... Can I change that last one, actually? Yeah, of course you can. Uh, Tom Spencer. Tom Spencer. Cool. No, I'm upset. Friend of the <laughs> show, Adam Roynan's been destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like them both. They're both great lads. But... Oh, no, you can't go back now, Connor. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a tough question. Uh, what, was the, uh, what was number three, sorry? Uh, your three favourite things about Speedway. The excitement, uh, winning races, yep. and having fun on my bike. Perfect. Uh, number four, where uh, where was your first professional race and where did you finish in that race? Uh, I would say it was probably in like 2012 for Rye House, but yep. I don't know if it was home or away. It was probably either... Kings Lynn or at Rye House, and I may have got a win. I'm not sure. Perfect. Uh, that no, that's all right. No problem. Um, and then number five, uh, your favourite speed rider ever, past or present? Uh, Emil Saifuna. Good point. Um, number six, uh, your best moment in speedway so far? Uh, when they last race of the Fours Championship at Stoke. Perfect. 14 uh, tournament. Lovely. Um, and then number seven, your least favourite thing about Speedway? The injuries. Yeah. And watching bikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I imagine that can be uh, quite quite the job sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number eight, uh, what sport would you do if it wasn't Speedway? Um, motocross, probably. Yep. Uh, number nine, um, which which foreign club would you like to race for if you got the chance? Um, foreign? Yeah. Maybe. And then the all-important final question. Um, so for any reason, you'll just need to pick one of these three teams. Uh, so Swindon Robins, Kings in Stars, or Workington Comets? Please, Connor. No, Swindon. Connor, no. Yes, oh. I heard Swindon. I'm taking that. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks very much, mate. You've uh, yeah, that was that was the correct answer. The number ten. Wasn't. Yeah. Well, I don't. Well, Plymouth. Were, I don't. I 
I, from Exeter, aren't you, Connor? Is that right? Yeah. So I suppose Plymouth is more local, but I would guess Plymouth and Exeter, judging by the football, probably isn't the most uh, popular place if you're from Exeter, I suppose. Um, I'm not too sure. I didn't really look too much into any of that. I don't oh, know. Fair enough. No, that's fair enough. Well, you've you picked really winning anyway, so that's probably interesting fact. Pardon? Do you want a really uninteresting fact about Connor? Go on. His um, name is Connor. No, I mean, that's, that's quite interesting, but um, this is no show in my age. It, Connor's one of a group of people who I've seen father and son race. <laughs> How old are you? Who, me? 68? Who, me? Yeah, you. I was 39 on Tuesday. I've seen Michael ride. Michael was like quite big in when I was younger, so that's just no, an uninteresting a fact. Bit before my time, that one. And granddad. Yeah, I, I just saw that. And you both, both your dad and granddad ra- race speedway as well. I, I, I didn't know. see his granddad ride. I think you did. I think you did. I didn't know. But anyway. <laughs> I'm going to move on before I get bashed for this. But thank you for joining us on the show, Connor. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on. And congratulations for making our National Development League team of the season. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. No problem. We wish you all the best for the rest of this season. Hopefully win some trophies and then uh, see you in action again next year. Yeah, perfect. Thank Love you. Me. Thank you very much, Connor. Speak to you later. No worries. Speak to Thanks, you later. Bye, bye. I've got some huge news. Absolutely huge. Rob won't oh, like it. Huge news. Tobias Muzalik has been excluded from Heat 11. Oh, hey? He came underneath Brady Curtin to Ben 3. There was a gap, but it wasn't big enough, and Curtin went into the fence, and it's a Bellevue 5 1. So Did he drop it? Was it like a no, 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 I, no, there was definite contact. There, there was a gap, but he, he couldn't fit through it. Oh, no. So it's 75 81 with four races to go. Ellis to beat Zagar. Connor Mountain could be a hero here. Heat 13 is huge. I need Robert Lambert to not drop points anymore. I don't care about you anymore, Kane. Robert Lambert needs to... <laughs> <laughs> he needs to oh. run a last. <laughs> if he could run a last and Kurtz could run a third, I mean, if he gets fantastic. Easy peasy. They just get, they get five ones in heats, in heats 12 and 14, and then we can have three threes with Lambert winning 13 and 15. Now, I'd hope Lambert's chain snaps. Wow. <laughs> My financial stability does not mean anything to you. <laughs> You've won enough. <laughs> you can never win enough. Well, I suppose. Anyway, we can move on now. Oh, before I go, um, Ace Piper was supposed to be on the show tonight, and it is like the best reason I've ever heard for not coming on the show. He, he had to do his homework. Which made me feel really, really old. As I think we can we can let old. him off. I think we can let him off for that. I mean, he's got a busy weekend, so he's got to sort his bikes out, and then he's got to do his homework as well. So, but Ace Piper was due to come on the show this evening. Unfortunately, he couldn't be here, and he would have got our National Development League Rider of the Season as well. So, um, can we try and avoid Jason Doyle getting the Premier League Premiership Rider of the Season because he we won't need to get someone on the show to accept the trophy. <laughs> Well, we, we can try. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see who we all come out with. I mean, to be fair, me and Kane will probably argue Jason Doyle out of it, so it'll be two against one anyway. So Yeah, that's fair enough. You know, who would want the rider that's got a higher average than anybody else in the league by 
nearly well over a point and a half. Who wants that anyway? Not me, that's for sure. He just goes <laughs> at averages, don't he? Averages mean nothing. He's been all right. He's been all right. Averages. <laughs> He's been all right. Do you okay? Yeah. I suppose. It's been all right, you know. Uh, to be fair to to Drake, he has done far better than I expected. I don't want to say he single-handedly got Ipswich to the playoffs, but he did drag them through a lot of meetings, in my opinion. So he did single-handedly get them into the playoffs, then? Uh, I mean, if... He dragged, he dragged them at times. Other people contributed in that Ipswich team. I'll come out with a quick stat for you. Jason Doyle has more race wins than Kingsland's top three in the averages put together. Why, why have you got to pull that stat out for? Just well, I just thought it would. You, you start like going. Well, I mean, that. I'm just, I'm just giving you that. I'm just giving you that as, as, as sort of where to go with, mate. Isn't it? It's you know, Clint. Oh, all right, okay. Clint and Jakobsen have only had 13 meetings between them, so it is a, it is a. I have made the numbers work, but yeah, yeah. You suit your agenda. That's fine. Robert. Suit my agenda. It's not suiting any agenda. I just, you know, if, if, I just if, thought I'd point it out. The, the top three in your averages, two of which only started halfway through the season, might I add. Uh, yeah, I haven't haven't that. managed as many race wins as Doyle has managed on his own. Anyway, hey, hey, guys. move on to the other hey, hey, guys. <laughs> hey guys, hey guys. What's what's going on? Heat twelve. Um, oh, do you want to know? Do you really want to know? No, no. I don't want to know anymore. Okay, then. go on. Go on. Adam Moses has won. Yes, come on. But it's only a 3-3. It's a good race, though. This is the epitome of a big Heat 13. Anyway, shall we do these 1-7s? Yeah, come on, Kane. We've got to to get through this. Your next one. Your your first one or second one. My my first one was Jason Dyle. Yeah. Yeah, he was first. My second one. Sorry, Rob, yours. You go. Um... Although he may not be, well, or he did, did, did get excluded very recently. Uh, I've gone for Tobias Mujilak. I've got Mujilak. No way. Um, so do I. Whoa. Because he's good. Ended up with the uh, oh. top of the averages in the Sheffield team, which I think is, uh, you know, for a rider that when the last time he was in Britain with Swindon was our number, was our number three, to now be at number one or virtually at number one for a. For a club that's in the playoff final, is some big going. So, cheers, Toby. He's also good. Oh, he's also very good. Yeah. Which again, teams. you guys did again. I said this at the start of the season, but you guys were no. I'm not sure he's that good. Well, he has upped his average by 2.83 to 9.04 this season. I also think I said he was a good signing. But okay. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure he did. He was. He is absolutely electric at Kings End as well. I won't lie. He's he's a he's a pleasure to watch. That's just, he's just he's just God, isn't he? Really, but yeah, anyway. I, mean, I wouldn't go as far as God, but I'm I'm going to move on to my third rider now, and I'm going to try and make it a hat trick because I think we've all got this guy as well. He's in action tonight, Tom Brennan. Yep. Yeah, I've got Tom Brennan as well. Wow, this is going well. It's going surprisingly well, isn't it? Might, might get might come unstuck when we get to my sixth rider. Well, my seventh rider because I haven't got anyone. Or we could put rider replacement in there, or just guest. Oh, friend of the show, rider replacement is retweeted yeah, twice. Might, we might make him quite happy. We might make rider replacement quite happy if we include him in the team this season. Brennan's just an obvious one for me. Moved out of the reserve berth, the only rising star to make it in the top seven of a team. 
top five, sorry, a 2.66 increase on his average. And just the season he's had, he's been brilliant. No more to say. Agree. Can't argue. Can't argue. Moving on. I've got to try. And, I've got to try and pick someone that isn't on everyone's list. I've, I've got a feeling we've got all seven. I reckon we're all exactly. The I don't think we have. I'm going to say Norwich blood on. Have we got Norwich blood on? Uh, I don't. You spoil the move. I don't have Norwich blood on. You either. don't have Norwich blood on. Oh, true. Convince me with stats. Let me get the stats. You were moaning at me two minutes ago for just all oh, this guy's all, all about the stats. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Isn't that funny? His, have you seen his away average? So? He's had 20, 22, 23 last places. It's his first rides. season. They give him give him a chance. He's got a five-point average. Good rider. He's hardly, he's hardly been scintillating, though, has he? I mean... <laughs> I, I saw him in in the acceptable bank holiday meeting, okay, and he was he was all right. He wasn't anything to scream and shout about, but he has come a long way since then, right? He has got his average above six uh, at home, and he's no above six in no yes above five, above five and above six at home. Sorry, uh, nine heat wins at home, bloody good. Nine heat wins at home, yeah. I have how many rides? Um, uh, um, 38. Uh, 38, yeah. That's, so that's uh, below 25%. I mean, that's all. That's If you if you say he's racing, for, he's having four rides a meeting, that's one heat win a home meeting. Just Which over a half of his races at home, he's finished in the top two. For so a reserve, can... that's not that bad. That's not too bad. Saying, that's like saying he wins heat two every week. Yeah. yeah he wins race and it's his first season. So in his first, yeah, that's and, not, and, that's and there's not, not much bad. of a home advantage at Bellevue, even though they are hitting sixty points for fun in the league. But sure, okay, I'll let you have it. Thank you. I don't agree. I don't agree. But... And he's German, so if you don't pick him, then what's that got to do with the price? Well, if you don't pick him, World War Three might break out. No, I think that's Russians that you have to do that for now, isn't it? Yeah, but they're banned, so we ain't got any of them. So <laughs> right, we'll come, <laughs> we'll come back to you then, Rob. Uh. I have got. I'll, I will go for another Bellevue rider, actually. Um, and I think, on the basis, my this is purely off the basis that uh, before this guy, these they were bottom of the table fodder, and after this guy, they are borderline possibly going to win the league. I've got Matty Zager. I haven't. What do we think of that? I haven't either. Nobody's keen. However, but... I would say it's. It's someone who could be in the contention for be- a spot. Because I know he's been out of, been out of the UK for a while, but his average has dipped. Yeah, I mean... Do you not remember yeah, when he was like... His home average was like 11, though? I mean, he's a I mean his average. home average is still, is still over. If you include bonus points at home, he's the highest. He's the best rider at home. His away average is 6.5. I, I just find him a little bit unpredictable. Oh, I agree. I, I think he's unpredictable. I do think that that, he's, he's, uh, that one signing has, transfer, has transformed the Bellevue team from being not even vaguely on the right, not, not even vaguely close to winning the title to nearly being there at winning the title. So I think it's, I think it, uh, you know, even if maybe you don't want to put him in the team of the season, he's probably transfer of the season. I, 
I mean, I can't argue with that. Yeah, I think that's Fantastic. yeah. Signing of the season would probably be that. Um, so, okay. Slightly interesting update is that uh, by the looks of it, uh, Sheffield need two five one to win the league. Yes, Brady Kurtz, who um, have we have we mentioned yet? I don't know. He's good anyway. If we haven't mentioned him. Uh, he could get a 5-1 and a 4-2. He has come from yeah, the back we'll to, have to pass Jack Holder. And it was quite a hard move, possibly. Hard but fair, I would say. It's hard. It's playoff speed, like. Yeah. With a Brennan and Brennan and Blowdorn in Heat 14 against Howarth and Sedgman. Come on, Sedgman. I, I fancy Sheffield to keep this. Toby Muslak and Adam Ellis are going to win this. Howarth is gate three, though, and it's not doing very well. I, I I think Simon Lambert's going to win. Right, Kane's kicked off the show. Bye, guys. Uh, you put you, you had Lebedevs in your GP in your GP picks the other week. I will I will never him. stop fighting for Andy Lebedevs. He has right, been anyway. Can I move on though? No, we've got we we're only we've only got four of our picks done here, so we need to crack on. <laughs> I'm gonna my oh, yeah. fourth rider then. I might go for one that neither of you two got. Because you've just named him. I'm going to go Benjamin Basso at Peterborough. I have not got Ben Basso. I haven't got him. Oh, interesting. I think he's out of the whole of the league. I believe he is the highest average increase. Now, I know he had a four-point assist average. Um, See, I brought this up in the championship one, and you said it didn't count. So, Well, it does now. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry, guys. I think I, I think if you were good, at the end of the day, you're not going to have two Peterborough riders in your one to seven, and there's only right. one Peterborough rider that can go in your team of the season, and it's well, not Benjamin Basso. Benjamin Basso, I've got two. I'm not going to lie. He's he's average. Yeah, but they were finished bottom. How can you have two riders from a team that finished bottom in your one to but seven? His 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 averages are, are quite good, and I think at times, yeah. But these two riders at times have carried Peterborough through the season. Carried him, yeah, but carry him to like uh, what? They've they've lost a lot of meetings, but them two have performed admirably together as a partnership. I might add as well to to keep them in meetings. And I just he's bold. I think he's bold. If you're going to have, uh, there's no. I don't mean there's any chance you can have a two Peterborough riders in a team of the season here. And there's only one that's going to be in there, isn't there? There's only one that any that people are going to. Who's your? So you've got another Peterborough. We'll come to you now, Rob, but you've got another Peterborough rider. Chris Harris. It's going to be the same as what I've got. Mine Harris as well. Wow. Kane's got Chris Harris as well. I've got I've got some uh, some news. Some news. Yeah. Um, Justin Sedgman, what a guy. He has just won the Heat 14. Where did Howard finish? Last. Well done, oh. Bellevue. 29 oh. years of hurt. Gone. Well done, Bellevue. We have to congratulate Worthy winners. Worthy winners. Don't care what anyone says. Apart from the Robert Lambert issue. Which isn't really... Do you want to know who won it for them? Glodon and Brennan. Well, well done to them. Get them in the team. We can't can't take that away from them. They'll be Kingsland next year, but... (laughs) We'll come to you then, Kane, for number, number six. I think this is another dead cert. Sam Masters. Two for two. I've got Sam Masters. Two for two. I've got Sam Masters. I've seen I've seen a bid jacket in the Sheffield stands. My dear has been made. I'm I'm guessing by the radio silence Rob doesn't have Sam Masters. Uh no, no, I don't have Sam you Masters. You don't have Sam Masters? 
Sure. No, I don't have Sam Masters. By that... default, he goes into the team though because two of us have picked him. Wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. That's the ball oh, though, isn't it? Put me in my place. It is. Um, <laughs> right. I just need to check who I've actually said and who I haven't said. Right. Who have I got left? You, right. you should have two. You should have two more left. Yeah, I've got two more left. I just need to figure out which two. Right. Okay. I'll figure out which two. I've got a Wolverhampton rider. But it's oh, not Sam Masters. My dear gets better. I've seen a Workings and Comets banner in the Sheffield stands. Cheers for that. Sorry. Um, I've got Luke, I've got Luke Becker, actually. Oh, interesting choice. I don't have Luke Becker. I um, oh, I, I recommended Luke Becker to uh, Rob because he only had five rides. Yeah, he did. He did recommend him. I mean, I, I also do like actually having looked at the. I however, a bit harsh earlier however, I, I have like I have been them. completely two faced. I have not put him in my one to seven, but I wanted That's him fine. to be part of the argument. So I'll let, let you pick him for me. That's absolutely fine. I don't mind. But I Good. think I think you know a, a seven a finishing including bonus points seven point six average. He's won twenty nine races this season. I think that's a pretty good. He's con- you can see there's constant improvement year on year. I think with Luke Becker, and I think he's had another pretty decent season. I would agree. Yeah, over a seven average home and away. I can't argue with that. It's a good choice. He was part of my consideration. I went. I'll, go, I'll let Kane go next with his last one. It might be the same as my last. It could be really boring. He's he's racing on telly at the moment. No, it's not. It's not. I've gone Brady Kurtz. I haven't gone Brady Kurtz. I know someone who has. You haven't gone Brady Kurtz. No. You liar. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he is. He's gone up to number. That is slanderous. Anyway, he's gone up to number one for Bellevue. Oh, what a guy! This is what Poole are expecting Brady Kurtz to be, and he's finally done it at Bellevue. Wow, what a guy. Highest average away, Poole. Over nine average at home. Oh, good good driver, really good driver. Um, he has won 45 races out of 89, the most of any Bellevue rider, and has only finished last 11 times. Yeah. Which is just over 9%, 11%. I think a lot of that argument for Brady Kurtz comes down to him being number one at Bellevue with the team that's got... Well, actually, no, I, I think it comes down to Brady Kurtz being pretty good. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not disagreeing with that. You've got to be... I think him being at number one for the team that's just won the league, I mean, it's implied that he's pretty good, I think. I don't need to say that he's pretty good. I think he's pretty implied. So, I think that the most of the argument is because he's at number one in a team that's had Max Frick and Matty Zagar in it for most of the season. So I, I don't disagree with the pick. I just don't have him in mind. That's all. Uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Who's your last pick then, Rob? Um, Carl Howarth, actually. <laughs> uh, I have gone for Carl Howarth because I think he's been very consistent for Sheffield uh, for for a team that's Apart obviously made the final. Today. I haven't won it. Apart from today, you know, the night where he probably wanted to have a consistent night and he's not. Um, he's been very, very consistent. Only nine last places all season, which I'm, you know, I know it's Ooh. only nine last places, but that's only Mujilak and Holder have had less in that team. Um, he's picked up the, he's picked up plenty of points. He's picked up plenty of bonus points. He's just been a very, very good middle order rider for a team that's been pretty successful this season and will probably win the knockout cup. Yeah. So, uh, I. Yeah, I just think I think that if you want it, you know, he's probably the best 
looking at one of the best best second strings in the league, I think, this season. So that's why I've got him in there. My final rider then. It's another Wolverhampton one. Uh, another one. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, he was in my championship team actually, and it, it's Ryan Douglas. Oh. Um, he sort of. He, this was a tough one because I was struggling for riders anyway. But he started the season off in scintillating form, and he has dropped off towards the end. But I think he gets a pass for his early season form. I think is is around Wolverhampton. You expect all their home averages to be pretty good. His is around eight and a half. I think it is. Um, I also tend to think his average of eight away is pretty good. Um, and it's just towards this tail end of the season that he started to drop off. So that's why I've got Ryan Douglas. Uh, yeah, I can't argue. I think I think he was he was in my thoughts for uh, when I was looking at sort of Wolverhampton riders. So I, 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 there's not a lot to argue with there. I think all the riders have got a pretty fair shout. So it'd be uh, how many places will you make up two? Two. We, yeah. So we're now looking at two spaces to fill. Well, we I think we need to have at least two of the league champions in there. So let's put blood on it. I think Matty Zagar Breakert's job done. I think Ooh. I think Luke Becker should be in there. I think we should get rid of Howarth and Basso. I I'm not a big fan. yeah, I reckon Howarth and Basso should go. Okay. Are that's we fair. That? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I think I, I yeah. I think they both had pretty decent seasons, but I don't think yeah. you can have two Peter Riders in your team of the season when they finish bottom. It's just I'm I I'm also I look at Ryan Douglas and think it's tight between Douglas and Becker, but I think Becker's been more consistent. So I'm, I'm happy to discount Douglas as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm for his, for his second half of the season form, I, I would say yeah. maybe. So we're, we're, down to, we're down to four anyway. I, I also don't think Blowdown has had. I know it's his first season. Here we go. But he hasn't set the world on fire. He hasn't. He hasn't not. He hasn't like blown your socks off. Has yeah, he? but when they uh, signed him, you weren't expecting. Oh, he's going to be a ten point rider. Yeah, but I'm not. He I'm was not a ten point. He was a complete nobody for some people, and he's, he's come in and he's he's got a five point average. I think that's I, a very solid first year. I just don't think that he's been that good. Well, I think you're it's a very wrong. Solid. It's a very solid first year, but it's not a very explosive first year, is it? Like in terms of words that you would put in. Like Tom you would discount Howarth because Howarth has been solid. Now Blowdown has been solid. Yeah, but we're discounting Howarth for being solid when he's been riding the league for ten years. Blowdown's been there for a year. I think I think it's between Zagar, Becker, and Kurtz. I do as well, and I think Becker should be in there, in my opinion. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No. I'm happy to go with Becker and Kurtz. I, I think I can I can compromise with Kane's picks and go with Kurtz. But um, I think Kurtz should be in. If 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 I have to pick between Blood on and Kurtz, it has to be Kurtz. I would go Kurtz and Becker as well. Out of them four. Um, so if we all said Becker, I've there. changed my mind. Oh God! I think it should be Zagar and Becker. But we've all said Becker, haven't we? Becker, yeah, Becker, yeah. Right, Becker's in. The so Luke Becker's Becker. going in. I think I think I have to give up the course with blood on. And then I think you have to, I think we have to discount blood on out of this. Yeah, I don't think you can convince me and Rob that he's had. No, so I, I, then... I'll agree. I'll agree. 
tried to choose, I would go based on who Matty Zagar is and who Brady Kurtz are. I'd be more inclined to go with Brady Kurtz. Yeah, I think Kurtz being at number one in that Bellevue team with with Zagar and with Frick in it, I think I think that 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 is team of the season worthy. Zagar has made a massive difference, but I think yeah. Go on then, because I've got to get ready for work. That's right. We'll pick Brady Kurtz. We've gone Kurtz, so that finishes our Premiership team of the year. So, just to recap: Jason Doyle, Tobias Muzlak, Tom Brennan, Chris Harris, Sam Masters, Luke Becker. And Brady Kurtz. No Kings Lynn riders. And I just want to get one fact out there before we end the show. Go on. Jay Etheridge has more Premiership titles than Ivan Major. So where are the haters now? <laughs> well done, Jay Etheridge. Proven <laughs> doubt is wrong. Such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you for joining us on the show this week. Um, before we go next week's show, Rob, I believe you're on holiday. Yes, I'm on. I'm on a cruise actually. Ooh, lovely! I'm going on a cruise to Canary Islands. So you yeah, I'll be. I'll be away. I won't be available for our podcast, unfortunately. So I believe me and Kane, the show must go on. We shall be talking national development league reviews. I think Rob's favourite subject, but I think that's why he's planning the holiday. It wasn't the <laughs> no, fact that we planned this while he wasn't here. I think I booked it about. Eight months before we even thought of the podcast, but yeah, go on. I'll yeah, yeah, sure, it. whatever. I'd already earmarked this show as the, the National Development League, and you knew. I just knew deep down. I knew. I thought we're going to do a podcast. We're going to start a podcast, and then I'm going to miss that episode because I know nothing. And on the third week of October, we do National League reviews. Come on, let's go, Canary Islands. Yeah. But anyway, me and me and Kane will discuss, and hopefully, well. I'm going to send a message. Eh? Hopefully, Jason Doyle will be on the show next week. That'd be a shocker, Rob, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> if he if he comes on next week, I, I will do. If he comes on next week, I'll do some sort of forfeit. I'm going to. Be, I'm going to. I'm going to bribe him. I'm going to message all seven of the team again and see who comes back to me. Oh no! No, you're not. No, you're not doing that. We're not going to get all seven of the Premiership on. I've already messaged one, two, three, four. Five, six, up oh, seven. No, I've messaged at least five of them already this season. So, oh well, I'll try again. We are pretty popular with the riders here at Round the Boards. Yeah. Uh, we've well, there isn't. So. <laughs> I'm just glad that that um, you, Troy Bachelor weren't in that seven. That's anyway, fine. let's waffle because I really do have to go to work. Okay, no problem. We shall wrap the show up there. Thank you for joining me, you two. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Myself and Kane will be back next week. Have a good holiday, Rob. Thanks very much, Enjoy. guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally sign off as well because remember I'll, to listen I'll, to the shore while you're out there. I will. You better. I'll put it over the tannoy so the whole two thousand people on the boat can listen. This to is it. why. This is why we love you. Love That's it. What I mean, the things I do for the podcast. Right. Thank you very much. See you See later, later, boys. Ciao.
Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.